Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello, Set Apart Saints, this is David, and in this video, I'm going to talk about the significant people and events which were foretold by Messiah in Revelation. I mentioned them in the Messiah Foretold World Events video at the beginning of the series, but in this video, I'm going to recap them to show you the verses that pointed them. This is just a summary. I explained these things in detail in the previous videos of the series. The apocalyptic vision isn't just about Messiah's saints and his enemy, the Antichrist. It's about major world events. Messiah foretold all of these things, which is why the enemy has worked so hard to hide it. Because when the saints understand the truth about the fulfillment of Revelation, they can prove to the world the validity of the Bible and the deity of Messiah. And they can expose the deceptions of the enemy to cast them down from power, to set the captives free for a glorious harvest of souls in the end times. In the study series, we've seen how most of the prophecies have been fulfilled in exacting detail during the last 1900 years, which proves that the concepts of futurism and preterism are wrong. Recall that the futurist and preterist viewpoints were pushed by the Jesuits in order to deflect blame away from the Antichrist beast popes, who have historically fulfilled many of the prophecies in the Bible as the primary enemy of Messiah and his saints. Daniel 2 and 7 describe four beast kingdoms, Babylon, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. And the last one endures in power until Messiah returns to destroy it. In Revelation 12 to 13, Messiah foretold the Satan-empowered leaders of the Roman beast kingdom, the pagan Roman emperors, the Antichrist beast popes, and the false prophet Jesuit superior generals. So the narrative of Revelation 12 to 13 spans from the first century until Messiah returns to destroy them. If you don't have the Revelation Layers chart, you can stop the video and click on the link in the description to the summary page where there is a link to the graphic. It'll help you see what I'm saying in this lesson. The pagan Roman emperors persecuted the saints during 10 persecution periods. The Roman Antichrist beast popes killed tens of millions of saints during the Dark Ages and the Inquisition. The Roman false prophet Jesuit superior generals persecute the saints using many front organizations. In Revelation 2-3, Messiah describes seven church ages, which span from the first century until he returns. He foretold what the saints in each church age would face and how they could be overcomers. We see that in his message to the Smyrna saints, who endured ten days of tribulation by the Roman emperors, especially hard for ten years from 303-312 AD. We see that in his message to the Pergamos saints, who witnessed Constantine and the Roman priests codify the false religion of Romanism, which caused many to fall away from their faith. So that's pointing to Paul's message in 2 Thessalonians 2 that said, There would be a great falling away before the man of sin, the Antichrist beast popes, rose to power. And that's, that's what took place during the church era of Pergamos. We see that in his message to the Thyatira saints, who were ruled by the harlot church of the Antichrist beast popes, who banned and burned the scriptures and killed the saints during the Dark Ages. We see that in his message to the Sardis church era saints, who Messiah proclaimed were as dead. This matches the time in 1514 AD, when the Antichrist beast pope had been so effective at wiping out the witness against them, the scriptures and the saints, 
that they proclaimed that they were as good as dead. But the Sardis Church-era saints came back alive when Martin Luther posted his 95 Theses exactly three and a half years later, which sparked the Protestant Reformation. We see Messiah's message to the church ages in his message to the Philadelphia saints, who proclaimed the gospel during worldwide missions and spread the Bible through Bible societies. About the Philadelphia church age, Messiah had nothing bad to say. And sadly, we see that in Messiah's message to the end times Laodicean church age. He says that we're lukewarm, wretched, miserable, naked, poor, and blind. We have access to more information than any saints who have gone before us, yet we've been blinded by the deceptions of the enemy. We have the witness of people like Albert Barnes, Adam Clark, E.B. Elliott, Henry Grattan Guinness, John Gill, Matthew Pohl, and many other esteemed theologians, yet the end times church ignores their testimony about the historical fulfillment of prophecy. Messiah foretold that the seals, trumpets, vials, the little book, the two witnesses, all those prophecies comprise another chronological layer that spans from the first century until he returns. The seals are about the decline of the pagan Roman Empire. The trumpets are about its fall. The vile judgments are against the Antichrist beast Pope, and those who revere, mark on their forehead, and obey, mark on their right hand, their actions, the Antichrist beast Pope. In Revelation 17-19, to Messiah foretold that the harlot church of Rome, which is led by the Antichrist beast Popes, would carry out the Babylonian mystery religion. Her priests wear purple and scarlet, and they use the golden cup during their blasphemous Eucharist ceremony. St. Peter's Basilica is full of pagan god idols, such as an Egyptian obelisk in a sun wheel, yet people ignore it. The Roman Catholic Church has historically been used to shed the blood of the saint. In Revelation 18, Messiah foretold the wealth of the harlot church of Rome, which has enriched the merchants of the earth. As of May 2018, the Catholic Church in its entirety comprises 3,160 ecclesiastical jurisdictions, including over 645 archdioceses and 2,851 dioceses and 221,700 parishes in the world, and she has 1,690 ornate basilicas. In her, you see the things that are described in Revelation 18. To build the basilicas, dioceses, and parishes, the gold, the silver, the marble, the fine wood. You see the things for the priests, the fine linen, the pearls, the scarlet, and the silk. And you see the things for the sacraments, the fine flour, wine, oil, and incense. All of that was a general overview of what Messiah foretold. Now I'll show in chronological order of their fulfillment all of the events that Messiah foretold. Messiah foretold the first time that a Roman emperor was selected who was not of Roman descent, and pointing to the emperors of Nerva, who led the empire to its height of power, while it was conquering many nations. The white horse in the first seal represents the conquering Roman empire, from 98 to 117 AD. Under the reign of Emperor Trajan was a time of its greatest expansion, and their military conquests were celebrated by riding white horses in their victory parades. Roman emperors Nerva, Trajan, Hadrian, Antoninus Pius, and Marcus Aurelius were descendants of the Isle of Crete, who were famous bowmen, so the bow points directly at them. The crown represents the laurel wreaths of victory that were worn by the Caesars as they rode on white horses after their soldiers won a military battle. Messiah foretold that the Roman Empire would decline from bloody civil wars, economic strife, famine, pestilence, and death. Roman Empire historian Edward Gibbon wrote a six-volume work that documents the decline and fall of the mighty Roman Empire. 
Gibbon was not a believer, but we can see that he was used by the Spirit to give a detailed account of the Roman Empire so that we can see the fulfillment of the seal and trumpet judgments. Amazingly, his epic work begins at the time of the first seal, when they were conquering, and ends at the time of the sixth trumpet, when the Roman Empire fell, when Constantinople was conquered by the Turks of the Ottoman Empire. Messiah foretold that the Roman Empire would go through a phase of revolution and civil war. The red horse in the second seal represents a bloody time in the Roman Empire, from 185 to 284, as it went through a phase of revolution and civil war for 90 years, during which there were 32 emperors and 27 contenders for the throne. Messiah foretold that the Roman Empire would suffer from economic strife. The black horse in the third seal represents a period of gloom and despair, as the Romans suffered under excessive taxes that were needed to pay for wars. The balances and pricing of wheat and barley point to food scarcity. Messiah foretold that the Roman Empire would go through a severe famine. The pale horse in the fourth seal represents one-fourth of the Romans dying from famine, plague, pestilence, and violence. The word earth is pointing to the Roman Empire as the land of prophecy. This came about as farmers stopped producing because of the unfair taxes. At one point, 5,000 people were dying every day. Messiah foretold that the Smyrna church saints would endure 10 years, the 10 days of harsh persecution by the Roman Empire. The fifth seal represents the millions of martyrs who were killed by the pagan Roman emperors, especially the Smyrna church era martyrs, who Emperor Diocletian persecuted for 10 years from 303 to 312 AD. Their blood cried out for Yah to avenge their deaths, which came during the trumpet judgments. Messiah foretold that the Roman Empire would go through great political upheaval. The sixth seal represents great political upheaval, which are symbolized by earthquakes. Eastern Emperor Constantine defeated Diocletian's army in 312 AD, which ended the persecutions. Diocletian, the son, the leader, was so panic-stricken, he died insane. Constantine defeated Emperors Maxentius and Licinius to become sole ruler of both West and East. The Roman emperors, the stars, fell and their power receded as a scroll. The mountains and islands that were moved out of place were the countries and people that were affected by this political change. Messiah foretold the doctrine of Romanism being codified by the Roman leaders. In his letter to the church age of Pergamos, Messiah referred to them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Satan caused Constantine to have a vision that he would conquer under the sign of a cross. Emperor Constantine stopped the persecutions of the saints and held councils to create Romanism, the false church of the enemy. This was Satan's plan to seek to destroy Messiah's ecclesia, his church, from within. By creating a false Christian church, Satan has misled many people with a false gospel and caused many people to reject the true faith because of the evil things that Roman Catholic Church priests have done in the name of Messiah. Messiah foretold that the Roman Empire would face attacks from many different armies and that it would fall. The sixth seal represents Messiah sealing his servants before he sounds the seven war trumpets of judgment against the pagan Roman Empire. In the Old Testament, trumpets can signify the start of a military attack. Messiah foretold that Alaric and the Heruli would attack the Western Roman Empire from the north. The first trumpet represents Alaric and the Heruli attacking the Roman Empire. Hail can point to war in Bible symbolism and they moved in the direction in which literal hail came, north to south. They attacked the Roman Empire from 400 to 410 AD in Greece, Gaul, and Spain. Then 300,000 Goths invaded Italy. The fire represents the scorched earth policy in their invasions of enemy territory. Messiah foretold that Genseric and the Vandals would attack the western Roman Empire coast. 
The second trumpet represents Genseric and the Vandals attacking the coastlands of the Roman Empire. A mountain in biblical symbolism represents a great nation, and a sea is a large people group. It represents Yah the Heavenly Father sending the Vandals, led by Genseric, to attack the coastlands of the Roman territory of the Mediterranean and all the islands from 425 to 470 AD, leaving bloodshed and confusion in their wake. Messiah foretold that Attila the Hun would attack the areas of the major rivers. The third trumpet represents Attila the Hun flashing onto the scene to desolate the area of the Danube, the Rhine, and the Po rivers. A star in prophecy symbolizes a leader. Elohim sent this great burning star, Attila the king of the Huns, who is called the scourge of God. Attila and his 800,000-man army rose quickly and flashed across the land in 451 AD. The many dead bodies in the rivers made the water bitter and undrinkable for those downstream. Messiah foretold that Adoser and the Heruli would attack the Roman Empire and remove the Western Emperor from power, ending that office forever. The fourth trumpet represents Yah using Odoacer and a Heruli, a branch of the Goths, to cause the downfall of Roman leadership when Romulus Augustulus, the last Western Roman emperor, the son of the West, was captured in 476 AD. The hierarchy of Roman leaders, the moon and stars, lost power too. Messiah foretold that the Roman Empire would split into ten civil kingdoms. Revelation 13 says that the Roman beast kingdom had ten horns and upon his horns ten crowns. In Revelation 2.3, the crowns were on the seven heads, pointing to the seven forms of government of the pagan Roman Empire. The crowns moving to the ten horns points to the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire. In Revelation 17, Messiah gives the same narrative, that seven forms of government of the Roman Empire would exist before the eighth king, the eighth leader, the popes of Rome, took power. The ten leaders of the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire gave their authority to the Antichrist beast pope. Messiah foretold that the popes of Rome would take power over the fallen Roman Empire. In Revelation 13, 1-10, Messiah points to the rise of the Roman bishops, the popes, to power over the Roman beast kingdom. This is the same narrative as the little horn of Daniel 7, which points to the popes rising to power among the ten leaders of the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire. Three of the leaders would not bow to his authority, and they were plucked out. They were removed from power. This is the same narrative that Paul gave in 2 Thessalonians 2, that after the restrainer, the Western Roman emperor, was removed from power, the son of perdition popes would rise to power. The popes pretend to be the leader of Messiah's church, thus they sit in the temple, but they teach concepts that are contrary to scripture. They're antichrist. They have proclaimed to be God, to forgive sins, and to provide salvation, which is blasphemy. Messiah foretold that the antichrist peace popes would make war with his saints. We've seen that in Revelation 13 and 17, Messiah foretold that the church of the Antichrist beast Pope would be used to make war with the saints, which took place when tens of millions were killed during the Dark Ages and the Inquisition. This is the same message as Daniel 7.25, that the little horn, the popes of Rome, would wear out the saints of the Most High. Messiah foretold the rise of Islam and Muhammad as their prophet. In the fifth trumpet, Messiah is describing Satan and the Roman Catholic Church helping write the Quran and Prophet Muhammad as the prophet. They did this to deceive Arabs with the false religion and to use them as a proxy army to attack their enemies. The smoke of the false religion of Islam, which came from the bottomless pit of Satan's lies, has misled billions of Muslims, hiding the gospel of the Son of Righteousness from them. Messiah foretold that the Turks would attack the fortified city of Constantinople with large cannons. In the sixth trumpet, the Turks were released from the area of the Euphrates River to attack the Eastern Roman Empire. 
using large cannons. So fire, smoke, and brimstone came from the cannons to knock down the strong walls of Constantinople. They changed it from an Orthodox Christian city to a Muslim one, Istanbul. The Turks were used by Yah the Heavenly Father to carry out judgment on Orthodox Christians who were steeped in idolatry and who prayed to Mary to save them. Messiah foretold the ministry of John Wycliffe. Stars and prophecy point to leaders. In Messiah's message to the seven churches, he points to leaders in his ecclesia. To the church age of Thyatira, which existed from 538 to 1514 AD, Messiah foretold that he would give them a morning star. That leader was John Wycliffe, who translated the scriptures into English. He was called the morning star of the Reformation. Wycliffe's work of translating the scriptures was vital after the Antichrist beats popes had banned and burned the scriptures and killed those who possessed them during the Dark Ages. It gave them light again. The Antichrist beats popes hated Wycliffe for his work, and at a council, they dug up his bones, burned them, and threw the ashes into a river. What amazing symbolism, as the translated scriptures float around the world. Messiah foretold the Protestant Reformation in Revelation 14. This chapter points to the harvest of the Protestant Reformation when they proclaimed the gospel and millions of Catholics were redeemed for the kingdom. It also points to the coming judgments against Catholics in France and Spain and other countries as they had revered and obeyed the popes in killing the saints. Their judgment came with the vile judgments against those countries. Messiah foretold that Martin Luther would measure the temple to compare what the popes teach against scripture, the rule, to determine that it's not part of the true temple of Yah. After much study, Luther determined that the Roman Catholic Church is an apostate church, the harlot church of Revelation 17, which is led by the Antichrist beast popes. So Martin Luther determined that the Roman Catholic Church is not part of the true church, and it's delegated to the outer court of the Gentiles. So it pretends to be a Christian church, but it's delegated to the court of the Gentiles outside of the true church. That's the symbolism being used here. So when Martin Luther posted his 95 Thesis, he sparked the Protestant Reformation. Messiah foretold the advent of the printing press. The Antichrist beast popes bane and burn the handwritten scriptures during the Dark Ages. During the Protestant Reformation, the scriptures were translated into English, German, and other languages. And with the timely advent of the printing press, the little book of Revelation 10, the printed Bible, was created. Messiah foretold the bloody French Revolution. The punishment for France being the primary country that revered and obeyed the Antichrist beast popes in killing the saints was poured out during the first three vile judgments. The bloody French Revolution led to the King of France and Marie Antoinette being beheaded, along with many Catholic priests and people in France, in the same places that they killed the saints. This was an act of revenge by the Jesuit Superior General, as the King of France pushed the Pope to remove the Society of Satan's power. Messiah foretold that the bloody battles of Napoleon Bonaparte would scorch Europe. The false prophet Jesuit Superior General used Napoleon, the sun, and his mighty army to scorch Europe during bloody battles. This was an act of revenge by the Jesuit Superior General against countries which had kicked the Society of Satan. Now, when I say to the Society of Satan, I'm referring to the Society of Jesus, but they don't represent Jesus. I can assure you that they're representing Satan in their actions. So, Ultimately, Yah, the Heavenly Father, is using the society of Satan and Rome to carry out his righteous judgments. Messiah foretold that the Antichrist beast popes would lose power after 1260 years. The Jesuit superior general in Rome carried out vengeance against the Pope, who removed their power and authority by causing him to die of poisoning. Then he had Napoleon's army take the next Pope captive in 1798, removing him from civil power. 
Messiah foretold that the false prophet would rise to power out of the land, out of the earth of the Vatican. Since 1798, the false prophet, Jesuit Superior General, has controlled the Roman beast kingdom, and he, the black pope, exercises his authority in front of the white pope, who he is using to gather the world under his authority. The black pope can't rule openly because people know what the Jesuits represent, so he uses the white pope as the spokesman to gather the world under their authority. Interestingly, Pope Francis is the first Jesuit pope. Messiah foretold that the vast Ottoman Empire would decline. The Turks were released from the Euphrates River to go attack the Eastern Roman Empire. They evolved into the Ottoman Empire. And that Ottoman Empire, which is symbolized by the Euphrates River, dried up as they lost control of a vast territory, including the Middle East and Palestine, and were only left with the modern country of Turkey, which is the source of the Euphrates River. Messiah foretold that the Khazar Jews would populate the land of Palestine. The Khazars originated in the land of Khazaria in Eastern Europe. They had Turkish-Mongol blood, and they converted to Judaism around the 8th century. In Revelation 3.9, Messiah spoke about them in saying that they are of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. They fled into Russia and Poland after being pushed out of Khazaria. They took control of Russia during the Bolshevik Revolution. Then they used World War II and persecution to justify being able to take possession of the land of Palestine, fulfilling Messiah's prediction of the way being prepared for the kings of the east after the Ottoman Empire was dried up. Messiah foretold that Lord Rothschild would control the Holy Land. When the Ottoman Empire lost control of Palestine, Lord Rothschild was given control of the land via the Balfour Agreement. The Rothschilds funded the rebuilding of Palestine long before the state of Israel was created. The Palestinians welcomed the Jews, sympathizing with their reported persecution. But when the Zionist state of Israel was created, the Khazar Jews turned on the Palestinians and destroyed their unwalled villages and, and killed many Palestinians. Lord Rothschild is Gog, and the Khazar Jews are Magog. Every prime minister of Israel came from either Russia or Poland which is where the Khazar Jews lived, and they all changed their last names to sound more Jewish. They revered the Satanic Babylonian Talmud and Egyptian Kabbalah to use the sorcery to steal, kill, and destroy. In the sixth vial, Messiah foretold three ideologies of communism, Nazism, and political Zionism. The power of countries was changed forever, and hundreds of millions of people died, including many Christians, during World War I and World War II, and World War III may push the world into the one world government. In the seventh file, Messiah foretold that the Roman beast kingdom would control the world via three city-state corporations. The greatest earthquake of all time is pointing to the greatest political upheaval of all time, when all countries submit their power to the one world government. The great city symbolizes the Roman beast kingdom, which makes war with the saints who are called Holy Jerusalem. The false prophet Jesuit Superior General will control the world via three city-state corporations of Vatican City, the City of London, and the District of Columbia. We can see that they are already set up, and we're waiting on World War III and or a worldwide economic collapse, which will push the world into their one world government. When you see how most of the prophecies in Revelation have been fulfilled in exacting detail during the last 1900 years, you see the glory of Messiah. It's not just about understanding the fulfillment of Revelation. It's about providing evidence to the world about the validity of Scripture and the deity of Messiah. When the set-apart saints are able to explain the fulfillment of Revelation, they will cast down the power of the enemy over people to set the captives free, so that a countless multitude of people will be redeemed for the kingdom, for the glory of our Heavenly Father and beloved Messiah. 
That is the focus of Revelation. For Messiah is worthy to be praised. Proclaim Messiah's atoning work in Revelation 1.5. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. John declared his glory in Revelation 1.6 and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. The esteem of Messiah is declared at the opening of the sealed judgments. Revelation 5, 1-3 says, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the book and to loose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven, nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. Revelation 5, 46 says, And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, hath prevailed to open the book, and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. Revelation 5, 7 and 9 says, And he came, and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat on the throne. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book, and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain, and hast redeemed us to God by the blood, out of every kindred, and tongue, and people, and nation. Revelation 5, 10-12 says, And has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld, and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts and the elders. And the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousand, and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power, and riches, and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. Revelation 5.13 says, And every creature which is in heaven, and on the earth, and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. Revelation twenty two sixteen finishes the narrative and it says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Hallelujah. In the next video, I'll show you how all roads lead to Rome and all the world is a stage. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.